All right, folks, welcome back to Sheck Sports. I know it's been a few weeks since my last take, but we got to get back into it. There's a lot to discuss tonight um, on the upcoming NFL draft and this 2021 quarterback saga that we've had in the NFL. Um, so my guest, the one and only Corey Glocker. Corey, welcome back to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, always glad to be back on the air. Um, and like every good session, looking forward to another good discussion tonight. Yeah. So obviously, um, I was watching Get Up this morning, with uh, which is on ESPN. Great show. Um, hosted by the one and only uh, Mike. And uh, if anyone else hasn't seen today's take, try and watch it over. See if you can get any, uh, you know, intel from it because there's a lot of good discussion on upcoming draft picks, who should take who, who should go where. Um, and we'll get right into it. Mel Kiper Jr. obviously released his draft 2.0, uh, which is exclusive, available on ESPN+. Plus. Um, I have CBS mock NFL draft uh, by Ryan Wilson of CBS at Ryan Wilson on Twitter, um, which, again, is pretty similar to Mel Kiper Jr. I mean, all these sources, you know, will choose based on analytics, what GMs have said. They're inside sources with league to the team, uh, teams in the league. Uh, but right now, Trevor Lawrence is going to be projected at number one. That's uh, without a doubt for the Jags as QB. Zach Wilson from BYU, number two on this, is expected to go to the Jets. Uh, from three to actually five, it's interesting. We have Penny Sewell, offensive lineman, uh, going to the Bengals, which would be a trade for Miami. Justin Fields going to Carolina a trade from Atlanta, which is actually interesting because I think he would be a good fit for the Falcons. He's from the state of Georgia. The Matt Ryan air is over. So we'll see what happens with that. Jamar Chase, Miami from Cincy and Jamar Chase, obviously the LSU wide receiver, uh, Rashawn Slater, Eagles offensive linebacker, number six, uh, Jalen Waddle for the Lions wide receiver at seven. Kyle Pitts, who I personally would like for the Giants, is projected to go to the Falcons at number eight. He's a tight end out of Florida. Trey Lance, 49ers. He's a QB from North Dakota State who only played one game this season because of COVID. And then finally, the Giants selecting Elijah Tucker, offensive lineman from USC. Uh, so, I mean, what, what, are you, what are your thoughts on those 10 projected picks? Yeah, no, I think it's really um... – Really similar to what I was kind of thinking in mind in terms of the, the players going to those teams for those specific positions. Um, I mean, number one is no brainer. Um, I would be really surprised if Jacksonville takes doesn't take him. I mean, he's the clear number one, uh, Trevor Lawrence. Um, but the quarterback, you know, picks get interesting. Um, again, a lot of people are saying Zach Wilson's the number two quarterback, and um, I thought he had a fantastic year at BYU. Um, the season, season he had for them. Um, you know, I know they talked about going to the playoffs, but, you know, in terms of quarterback performance, I thought he was pretty stellar on. And, um, you know, Fields, he had some highlight games. And then in the semifinals, he played, like, played the game of his life. But there are times and hiccups in the season where we saw the bad Justin Fields. Deanna, mm-hmm. uh, for example, uh, even Northwestern, that the championship game, he didn't look that sharp, so... I think he'd be a good fit at Carolina. I know the Teddy Bridgewater situation in Carolina is on um, not so good terms, and 
Bridgewater unfollowing the Panthers social media. Um, so he feels to be a good replacement there. Um, in that system, they have a lot of good pieces in Carolina going on right now. And, um, you know, it's the wait and see. I mean, we've seen a lot of crazy things in NFL drafts, um, but who knows? I like the order, but um, I'm always anticipating a crazy shakeup, some trades could, that could happen come April. Yeah, this is a definitely a year, I think, if your teams uh, that need a fresh face quarterback. Um, that you want to establish for a long time. This is the year to do it. It's one of those special years where, again, Wilson, Lawrence, Justin Fields. We cannot forget about Mac Jones, who won a cha- uh, who won the national championship with Alabama. I think he's going to be still a solid quarterback that's undervalued right now. Um, so there's plenty of quarterbacks out there. Yeah, look, look. <laughs> We're, we're both not fans of Ohio State. I'm still a little uh, frustrated with what happened this season um, because I think that the way they played uh, against Alabama just proves that they were not ready um, and should not have been in that position to play for a national championship. Um, I mean, I it's tough. We've seen in the past these high draft value picks um, you know, RG3 won the Heisman, was one of the top picks in that draft. I wish he had a better career with the Redskins. I'm sure everyone did. It didn't pan out. Um, you know, uh, Johnny Manziel, Johnny Football, we all know what happened with him. A lot of off-field troubles. So you do have these quarterbacks that come in and sometimes just don't hit it um, at the next level. Um, but for me, I don't know. If I had to choose right now, uh, I would much rather take Trevor Lawrence in the draft than Justin Fields. Um, I think as much as Justin Fields represents like the prime quarterback who can run the field, throw 40 yards down, um, I just think Trevor Lawrence has a little more maturity. He's played since his freshman year. Remember, Justin Fields from the state of Georgia went to Georgia in Athens, did not really play his freshman year because um, uh, they already had Jake Fromm there and then transfers to Ohio State. Um, so I just, I think Lawrence has more of a package right now. Um, and I mean, Fields is great. I mean, Lawrence, you know, he can run the field. His football IQ is at another level. Um, but I think both will have interesting careers. Um, if there's one that I just feel like can go a little further right now, it's, it's going to be Trevor Lawrence. Um, okay, so the Jets right now, I know, my other friend, Corey, Dylan Piscitale, Jets Nation, I feel bad for you. Um, I mean, I don't think they've won a conference title since 2010, the Rex Ryan era, which is when they had another quarterback from USC, Mark Sanchez. Um, there's been a lot of discussion, though. If the Jets decide not to take Zach Wilson, there's talks that they would trade up maybe for Kyle Pitts because Sam Darnold, if he gets maybe the right options being with Kyle Pitts and maybe a few other players, you know, that could maybe that could help his career. I mean, do you, do you think that's a possibility where the Jets really just take a long shot at giving Darnold a little more time? Yeah. I mean, he's still, I mean, Darnold's not a terrible quarterback. I just don't think he's ever really had the right arsenal around him in terms of receivers, running core and offensive line. Um, I mean, he had, he had a great college career at USC. Um, slow start to the NFL the first couple of years. Um, but I think if he had, you know, a better receiving core 
a decent run game and a good line. I don't think he'd be that bad. I mean, think about it. Like the, the AFC East last year, right? We saw the Patriots first time not win the division in God knows how many years um, since Tom Brady era. And then Buffalo, you know, Josh Allen um, led the division and led the, almost, you know, AFC championship game. Dolphins had a pretty good year with Fitzmagic and Tua. But I think the Jets, they have a lot of cap space. I mean, there are talks with getting Deshaun Watson possibly there. Um, so yeah. there's a lot of things that could be moving in New York. They got a new coach this year. Um, Adam Gates is a terrible decision to have uh, this year. But, um, you know, free new start for them. Um, there's a lot of moving potential pieces. So I think that if you do get a quarterback, you got to commit to having that new quarterback take over the team. Um, you don't want to have like this back and forth competition of quarterbacks, suddenly who's going to be the leader, who's going to, um, you know, have these starts, but commit to have, if you get, if you have a new quarterback in there, they most likely will be the new, the new leader of the team. But I'd say if you um, keep Darnold, you know, get some receiving core. I mean, Kyle Pitts, excellent player. Blocking, pass catching, everything. You dream of a tight end. Um, he's a you know dream tight end option, um, but he wouldn't be the first thing that they need though. They need more than a Kyle Pitts or a running back or receiver. They need a few more things. So, you know, I I would like them to keep Darnold for another year. I mean, there's gonna be more quarterbacks coming in the future. I'm, I'm sure, you know, the Spencer Rattler of Oklahoma when he gets um, we got from the Jets got that pad. But, you know, there's going to be more quarterbacks coming out of college. Um, you know, this, this, I mean, this is a great quarterback year, but it's not the cream of the crop in terms of quarterbacks. Uh, I know that we're talking about Trevor Lawrence being um, a surefire quarterback years, but there's always going to be more depth of quarterbacks. I mean, look at Tom Brady's six-round pick, the career he's had now, right? So quarterbacks will be out there, um, but I would like – I would think a lake for lean, lean to them to develop Sam Darnold more rather than just going to a quarterback. That's my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really good analysis. I think Darnold still has potential. You know, he's just like Deshaun Watson, been in an unstable um, organization, you know, with the Jets. Um, so I think that obviously there's a lot to say about, you know, what he's been able to uh, experience, you know, as a Jets quarterback. Um, and again, look, yes, Spencer Atler, the quarterbacks uh, today, we, we're, we're, we're in the prime of quarterbacks in college football, fast, agile, can throw the ball 40 plus yards down the field. And there's going to be so many more coming out of Arsenal. So, I mean, Robert Sala, he's the best coach the Jets could have asked for. Great job with the 49ers. Um, I really like him. He's, you know, a no BS guy. Um, he's going to give everything he has in the locker room, on the practice field, and the Jets need a culture change. Uh, that's, I think, one of their, their biggest issues right now. Um, okay, so let, let's follow up on that, actually. Let's say they don't pick Justin Fields. They keep Sam Darnold. And, you know, as the GM, would you rather take Devontae Smith from Alabama or would you rather take Kyle Pitts? 
Hmm. I mean, that's a tough question. I mean, you have two players that can bring a lot to the table and just can really transform your offense in different ways. Um, I think I'll take a slight edge to Kyle Pitts just because of the pass blocking ability. No, no disrespect to Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith's going to be a great player, some great future. But in terms of the Jets' need, um, protecting Sam Darnold, um, because Devont, uh, Pitts can bring that blocking element that I think uh, Smith doesn't quite have compared to, to Pitts. Um, and I think what you like look at Darnold last year, he had so many injuries um, in the past couple of years, but really last year he was out for quite a bit of time. So I think giving him protection, giving him more time in the pocket, I think can allow Darnold not to be more confident, but to you know have more, see more options on the field more. But you know, avoiding you know just ready to take hits. I think having an element of a pass blocking uh, gives Pitts the better, better choice and fit for the Jets if that were to be the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think 15 years ago, wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, right? Main position that a quarterback's going to pass to. Today, you'll get Travis Kelsey, Gronkowski, all these guys. I'm going for the tight end because they're multi, they're agile. I mean, receivers are great, but, you know, Travis Kelsey, he's like 6'5", whatever many pounds. He can be fast, but he can block and protect the quarterback. So you're going to get a lot more out of of a player. No disrespect to Devontae Smith, but I, as the Jets, would take Kyle Pitts if you're going to keep Sam Darnold. And again, then you have a pretty good chance. You're not winning a Super Bowl. Um, I sincerely... Really think that what the Bucks did this year will not happen again in the NFL. I think it was just one of those crazy scenarios where it was Tom Brady, all that he has, and how you could bring all these players together. Plus, they did not have a preseason or training camp, so I think it's just one of those, you know, scenarios in sports that we've seen before. That's remarkable run by a team. It's it's going to be probably a Hollywood movie ten plus years down the line. So, um, but back to the point, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take Kyle Pitts. Um, the rest of this list I like. I mean, Elijah Tucker, I, to be completely honest, I don't know who he is. <laughs> offensive lineman from USC for the Giants. I do want offensive lineman, but again, I would totally kill for Kyle Pitts, even if we had to trade, because I am definitely on the Daniel Jones team. I think that he's a really good young quarterback. And um, we just need a few more pieces on our offense because I think the Giants actually had one of their best defensive years in maybe 10 years, actually, to to say the least. Um, This is crazy, too. So from this list on CBS, we actually don't have a player drafted for a defensive position until 24, um, which is mind-blowing. That's actually Jalen Phillips, who, funny enough, through my girlfriend, she actually knows, like, his sister – um from california so he's played for miami currently he's supposed to be drafted by the dolphins from a trade for pittsburgh so pretty interesting to see um this is not going to be a year where we're going to have a player in the top 10 who's a defensive pick unlike um uh, chase you know chase for for washington um so that, that's, a, that's an interesting sign. I mean, the Redskins right now, according to this list, um, are supposed to take uh, Rondell Moore, who I actually know, uh, Purdue, who's a wide receiver. He, he had a pretty good career. 
Um, I don't, I'm sure I'm going to ask you, you know, later on what your dream pick would be for the Washington football club. Um, so now the Deshaun Watson situation, terrible, terrible. I feel so bad for the guy. He had a monster season last year. Um, Again, he met with the president and new coach of the team the other week. He said that he does not want to play for the Texans, that he wants to leave. Um, again, Dan Orlovsky and everyone saying on ESPN this morning, if he's going to leave, the Texans have to start picking up the phone because the clock is running and teams are going to have to decide to trade draft picks or if they have enough cap space. Um, I don't know where Deshaun Watson would end up. Could he go to the Jets? I know a lot of people would love to see that. Um, and I guess, you know, Donald would go to the Texans. Who knows what would happen? Um, you know, I, I, could he go maybe to even the Broncos? There's been rumors about Denver, and that would be very interesting as well. Um, but I don't think he's going to stay in Houston. I really agree. Same thing with Matthew Stafford. The Detroit Lions did not – I don't think they honored their commitment with Stafford because if I think things have been differently, they would have had a Super Bowl title by now. And obviously the Texans are going to regret this forever, this situation with Deshaun Watson. I mean, who could ever forget that game against um, the Bills that they played? That was an epic playoff game um, and caught everyone's attention. So first off, your thoughts on Texans situation and second, any clue where you know Watson will end up? Yeah, I mean it's total turmoil in, in Houston right now. Um, you know, DeAndre Hopkins. You know, it's been just a downfall of the Houston Texans this whole year. Um, I mean, Deshaun Watson had a good season, but he has no one to no one around him. No offense to the receiving core, the running game, the Texans, but for their wins, four or four or five games won. What two two against Jacksonville, worst in the NFL. Um, I mean, they had a tough schedule, but still, you know, if you have a franchise quarterback, Sean Watson, who is definitely a franchise quarterback leader, um, can bring so much dimension to your team, can run, can throw, sees the field, sees the field well, but you got to give the guy some some type of you know, talent around him. I mean, a decent receiver, um, a decent run game, and, and some protection, or else no matter how good you are, just can't do it. And whole management, you know, getting rid of um, O'Brien, um, head coach, on the season. It's just no clear structure in Houston. Now J.J. Watt's gone, the face of the franchise for over 10 years. So him going out the door, captain the defense, what does Houston got to show for itself? You know, it's it's a shame. Um, you know, they're a team on the radar for, you know, to make a deep playoff run past, you know, several seasons uh, when Schwab was there, but just haven't quite done it. And then, you know, now Watson's had a decent time in Houston, but you've got to give the guy um, some opportunities for success. So I think he's got to go. I think the whole management situation and then, you know, the whole culture there is just kind of a bit. But, um, you know, I think it's it's a, re- it's a rebuild mode for Houston. Um, and um, it's, it's – they're headed down the opposite direction now. Where he can go, I mean, there's so many teams that love to have him and need him. Need a quarterback, right? Um, New York, the Jets, um, Denver, maybe Oakland, uh, Dallas. You know, the, the Prescott situation is cut on shaky grounds there too. 
um, I said Oakland, um, even Washington. Defense is stellar. Love to have him, but any of these teams, though, that are going to get Watson, A, I don't think that the salary cap space, and B, you're going to give them, like with Stafford, probably more than when you get to Stafford, though, because, you know, Watson's a little younger. Um, no discredit to Stafford, but you're going to give up some draft draft picks. Um, so there will be teams that want him, but Houston's going to want to ask a lot for him, though. But again, I think those teams, even San, I mean, San Francisco, um, the Garoppolo situation is unstable there. And I'm sure San Francisco wants to get back to the winning ways with that defense and most certain company on offense. So um, I like those options, but I guess my top four destinations for him um, where I think he could be a good, good fit. Uh, San Francisco, um, the Jets, um, if he moves pieces around there. Um Dallas would be a decent option. I know it's Texas, but, you know, a little bit more um, <laughs> different city and different part of town. And uh, why not? Just a fresh start. Go to Oakland, you know. Go to go out to California. Um, but, um, you know, we'll see, though. But I think he, he deserves better. And um, love to see him in a new, new, new uniform this upcoming season. Yeah. Great analysis. Excellent as always. Yeah, he – the whole situation, Houston, terrible. Um, that's just a case of just ethically disastrous management um, by their staff, you know, getting rid of Hopkins. I don't know what they were thinking. And that just gives Arizona a, a whole nother weapon that's going to be successful. Um, yeah, I, I like all your choices. I think actually a really interesting place for it to end up would be San Francisco. I, I think that'd be actually a, a nice fit with their tight ends they have out there and their receivers, but anywhere is the case. And again, look, we're talking about quarterbacks. I mean, it seems like half of the major quarterbacks from college football are leaving for the draft. Right now you still have Kyle Trask, Kellen Mond, Jamie Newman from Wake Forest, Felipe Frank, Sam Ellinger, Ian Book, and KJ Costello. So it is just a, a dictionary year for grabbing quarterbacks and it's going to affect all of these trades and a whole, um, another level so it'll be interesting to see i also um i think again an organization that i have a funny feeling maybe mac jones could end up there but it's going to be or any of these other quarterbacks i mentioned is going to be interest particularly interesting to see is the saints i think the saints are an established program that has to, has to, has to take a quarterback this year. Um, I don't have faith in either Jameis Winston. I've never really had faith in him or uh, Taysom Hill. Um, Drees, the icon, is finally retired. I know it was sad to see him end his career that way, and I think they just overall did not perform well, and they've had terrible luck for the past, what, three mm. or four seasons, um, going with back that. to 2018 with that uh, terrible penalty that wasn't called against the Rams in the Dome. Um so I think they're on my hot seat. They have to take a quarterback in this draft. Um, and I think Mac Jones, being in, from the South, playing at Alabama would be a great fit for that um, team. Because if you think about it, Mac Jones is a lot like Drew Brees. He represents the maybe old sense of the quarterback, meaning that you're not a fast runner out of the pocket, but you can throw the ball all day. And I think Mac Jones has a lot of similarities to – Drew Brees. So that's a team I think either maybe, who knows, 
Deshaun Watson going to the Big Easy would be insane. That would be an epic, out of epic proportion. If not, I think that they're going to have to take. I think one other team. Sorry to cut you off there. One other team I forgot to totally say or mention: New England, Bill Belichick and company. Mm. I'm sure Belichick. You know, Newton's not bad, but I mean, may have been kind of a disappointment and disappointing for New England. But I mean, who know? Who thinks that why can't Belichick have a new? I won't say Padawan, but you know, a new um, number two. You know, you're just Tom Brady. That relationship could Belichick be out looking for either a new quarterback out of college, or a quarterback who has demonstrated success on the same AFC conference, but can add you know another dimension um, to offense. So, Watts, I can see Watson there as well, or. And their quarterback, but New England's definitely another um, destination for quarterbacks this year, I would think. Yeah, I, no, I'm glad you come out. That's a great point. New England definitely needs a quarterback. I don't. Cam Newton, a great player. You know, he's he's produced talent. Um, I think everyone. I mean, I was expecting him to honestly never leave Carolina. I mean, I thought he was going to stay there forever. I thought him and Rivera were a good duo. Um, obviously, they part both left the organization. But I, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think, yeah, New England should definitely take one of these young uh, quarterbacks. I, it would be great to see, um, possibly even, you know, a tight end maybe later in the first or the beginning of the second round. Um, so that's a team, too, that definitely needs to jump on the bandwagon. At the last, I guess, quarterback that I definitely want to talk about, current quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, obviously, okay, the situation and Dallas with Dak Prescott, um, tough, to be quite honest. I kind of view it as the same as the whole Deshaun Watson situation, okay? Prescott, awesome quarterback at Mississippi State. Great quarterback for the Cowboys. It was the fresh start that they needed after Tony Romo had decided to retire. Big time. Um, a lot of weapons on that team. You know, Amari Cooper, you know, Amari Cooper um, plenty of other guys, you know, big offensive linemen. So, I, you know, Jerry Jones, look, everyone's got his opinion. We all know that Jerry Jones is a character. He's on the team for a while. I actually didn't know this, but the only other time I think they've drafted a quarterback in the first round, like in the top 10, was like in, um, I think, the 80s. So, and when they did, that's when that quarterback led them to three Super Bowls. Um, It was actually Troy Aikman. That's the quarterback. So, we all know what happened with that. I I think, look, you got to pay Dak. He's worth the money. He should be getting compensated. There was even this crazy scenario, this is hard to believe, where um, the, the Cowboys' social media team produced a video for this upcoming season, and the only person they left out of the video was Dak Prescott. I mean, that's a blow to the face. I don't know what happened. There were reports it was a mistake. Clearly, something is going on behind the curtains. I mean, Jerry Jones says he has all the leverage on this, you know, on the radio shows. So if he does, then pay him. Um so I think that, I, that stuff has got to um, shape up in Dallas or else they're not going to have a, another good season. You know, that's a team that probably desperately, desperately needs playoff wins and a Super Bowl. So I don't know. I think either Prescott gets paid and stays or we see this 
again, kind of a Hollywood timeline where he jumps ship and they get somebody new. Yeah, I mean, it's um, it's hard. I mean, your your leader just had a gruesome injury early in the season, and um, against New York, and then up for the year, and you know, recovery. It seems a long problem. You know, and he he caught team success. I mean, we got Super Bowl, but you know, got some playoffs. Uh, won a game against two ago, and then you know to come cut him off like this. I understand he wants money, and but and, um, but they have, like you said, they have so many weapons. That are Amari Cooper, they have Zeke and come at the Oklahoma receiver. I can't think of his name right now. Um, you know, players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they got players. Um. Get kind of supporting, get more um, on the defense side of the ball, maybe a tight end as well. Um, still trying to find Witten's replacement, I think, but I think you got to pay the guy. Um, you know, it's it's hard to kind of pinpoint the success of a team on one player. Um, of course, your quarterback's the captain, but again, I think you got to give him support, or you know, he he deserves. He also if he doesn't come back to Dallas. I think he deserves another shot with, and he'll get another shot with a good team. Um, but you know, as as anti Dallas as I am, because I'm a Washington fan, I do respect mm-hmm. Dak, and I think that he's a good player and athlete. Um, and I, I wish him success and wish him you know best recovery. But um, in terms of NFL player, I think Dallas should keep him. It's hard for me to say, but mm-hmm. I think logically as, as a football fan. Yeah, same. Who deserves success? That's they got to stay with. Definitely want to keep about keeping him. Um, you know, mm-hmm. then another quarterback, learn the system, learn the offense. Why get the relationship up? You know, he's only been not that he's still not been there for less than six years, I think. So, again, hopefully mm-hmm. keep Dak, but you know, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I know I said it was the last one, but I will say this. I think that of, out of all the veteran quarterbacks right now, if there is one team at the end of the 2021 season that is definitely going to be saying we either made the best move for a decision or we have made the worst move and we should have thought more about it, the team that I'm going to say that, that is going to have this mentality is the Colts mm. with Carson Wentz. I think that either they're going to have and, – and look, by that I – okay, I don't mean that they make the playoffs, right? You know, let's say they go 7-5 and five or they make the wild card. Good. But after what we've seen, you know, in Philadelphia, if A, Carson Wentz gets injured, that's the first sign. Or B, you know, things do not click on the field and we know that there's issues in the locker room, I think that that's an organization that's going to be like, you know, what have we done? Um, so I think that's one team that has the most on its plate right now. I'm going to put them on the hot seat for all of these trades. Um, so we're, we're going to jump to our last. Yeah, no, Do you I have mean, any thoughts it's, on that? Or, it's, or interesting, that? it's interesting to pick up. Yeah, I please, mean, please. Um, you know, we'll see. It's like it, it kind of thinks about Wentz going to destination, fresh start. Um it's it's sort of like a hit or miss thing, you know. It can, it's gonna get either really blend well, or just kind of be like a quagmire situation, where uh, stagnant season. Colts in a good good season last year with Phil Rivers, 
Uh, he retired. It's a great career, future Hall of Famer. Um, but instead of drafting someone, you pick up a free agent with Wentz. I don't know. It's he's he's got talent, but there's a lot of things that he can still work on. Um, but I'm also another Pennsylvania team that also kind of interesting is Pittsburgh. You know, they're they're bringing back Big Ben. Mm-hmm. They still got it in them. I don't know. I, I, I would think that they could maybe be in lookout for drafting a future quarterback. Um, Big mm-hmm. Ben's replay. I know they got they got Dwayne Haskins right from Washington, but I don't know. It's um, that'll be an interesting team to see whether um, Big Ben still got it in him or you know Pittsburgh. They just gotta get someone else new to replace Big Ben. So, um, but you know it. It's 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 quite a year of all these quarterbacks where so many quarterbacks out there. You can really kind of puzzle around and really imagine all these different teams, but just sort of play itself out uh, come April. Yeah, good point. Again, look, I, I know everyone's got their views about Big Ben. Definitely respect towards him. You know that he said he would take less money on to because. The original number was $41 million, um, which is insane for a franchise tag. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. Look, they, did anyone expect the Steelers to play like they did after winning 10 or 11 straight? No way. That was that was huge. Um, everyone thought they were going to be in, in the Super Bowl, and who knows? If they would have won it, you probably would have seen Ben saying, you know, I'm, I'm done. I'm going to call it quits. Um I think, though, even with Haskins, they're going to probably need to take a quarterback in the draft. Um, you know, worst case scenario, he gets injured mid-season. They put faith in this young QB, and then he'd go off uh, to, to start the show. So last topic, honestly, I touched on the Giants. Um, and I wanna ask, I'm going to ask you your, your thoughts on the Redskins pick. But interesting, I'm sure, obviously, because you're a fan of Washington, you saw, you know, this article and rumors online um, via ESPN that, you know, Alex Smith was saying after his whole, you know, injury and recovery that the, the, the team wasn't really behind him in the organization and that, you know, it was it was a bumpy road. Do you I mean, look, we see everything in the news. We see it in print. Obviously, everyone has to respect Alex Smith. He was comeback player of the year. I mean, he won't be in the Hall of Fame, but. I would give him the vote just because of what he was able to do as a human being to, to come back and play on the field. And look, Washington had an exciting into their season. But, I mean, what were your thoughts? As a yeah, it's totally coming out guard. Um, you know, hearing about it, you know, Smith's just amazing recovery story, just ultimate human perseverance, defiance of injury and um, just the self-doubt of not being able to play again and then, coming back, just even returning on the football field with pads on, throwing a football and the winning games and even leading teams to the playoffs when, you know, you get to play the game, but you kind of put a heroic effort to come back and make some guy nothing, which is phenomenal. I mean, it's a life life story and it's going to be history books, one of the greatest comebacks of all time, even no matter what, you know, success was. But I still find it very shocking about these these media articles and reports. Um, you know, I, I can't think of reason why. I'm guessing maybe because early on that, you know, Haskins was there and Kyle Allen, that it was their team and Smith was kind of like that outsider, just 
maybe push too much, but at the end of the day, though, you got to get the right. If someone's going to be the best chance to win, put them in the, you know, he had this horrific injury and wanted to play that. If he was willing to win, do whatever it takes, that's the man I want to be on the team. Not, you know, if someone's going to be out there and just have a bad attitude, immaturity, and not ready to play. So, yeah, I need to, you know, I need to kind of do, I didn't quite read too much in the articles as much, but, um, really understand the mindset of, you know, of why, why, why would they say these things? Cause he's there to win. He really wants to play and he did to do whatever it takes to play. He rehabbed, he recovered, he took his time and he proved everyone that the whole world that, you know, with belief, uh, dedication and courage and fight that anything is possible. So I don't know. It's really shocking. And, um, Hopefully that, you know, they can um, look past it and move on and find ways to, you know, move past it and just see light in the tunnel um, going next season. But regardless, you know, may not be a Hall of Fame, like I said, but the season itself and what he's able to do, just athletes around the world, just take note of that. Uh, truly inspiring, but just a little disappointing to see what um, the media articles and reports kind of came out with. But... I loved him. I thought he was excellent for our team and an example of leadership that um, our team should have. Well, yeah, well said. Well said. And yeah, he's a great player. All the respect for him in the world. I mean, definitely, if there's a team that's shown you the, the, the power of human strength and spirit, it's Washington. Uh, a, Alex Smith, and B, Ron Rivera, uh, cancer free. Amazing to see. And again, I said this before, I think that Rivera was the best fit for Washington because obviously with the logo and everything else, he's just a really good culture fit. And I, I would be hard to believe that he had these thoughts about Smith. I don't think so. You know, it might have been other people on the team. It might have been other coaches. I don't think Rivera had any thoughts about that after what everyone was seeing. Um, so then to the final question, yeah, so I, I read who, you know, the Redskins could Washington <laughs> football club. I still got to get used to that. Who the Washington football club could potentially get. But if you oh, were. Oh, man, team, we need a lot of things. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, getting quarterback situations figured out is Giants, priority. Yeah. Um, I know we signed to their Henneke, um, or Henneke, excuse me, um, to a two-year deal. Um, and interesting to see what he could possibly produce as a starter or – you know, maybe as competition there. Um, we have Smith on roster with Haneke. I think Kyle Allen should be back after his injury. But, um, you know, it's – I'm not against Haneke, but um, I want to see him get opportunities for sure. Um, coming to Old Dominion University, um, playing the big stage, which did against the, in the playoffs. Um, but in terms of overall needs and just lack of, you know, just need, I think receiving core. Um, you know, we have, uh, we have Terry McLaurin, yeah. um, who's a great receiver, but you know, it's one man bands, uh, on his shoulders. Um, our tight end is really good. Um, Logan Thomas, um, he's had a great season last year, so that's fine. But I think getting another receiver or even you know, receiver depth, I think it's just important. Um, so if either we can't get a receiver, Always strengthen the offensive line. Um, our guys get injured all the time. Um, 
and then just but I would say receiver off the line and then just defensive back secondary. Um, our defensive line is phenomenal. Um, but I think more pass protection, pass defense is always a priority, but um, definitely receiver, you know, we need, we need, need some more help um, for those guys um, catching routes. So hopefully they can address that in the draft, but um, we'll see, you know, we'll see with everything going on, you know, it's, it's always up in the air with these um, come draft day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great points overall. I'm 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 excited. I'm ready for the draft. Um, it'll be fun to see. I don't know. I I'd have to think it's going to be virtual again this year, unless things really improve and and there's a quick turnaround. But either way, we will have football on the map for next season. I'm already missing college football, and uh, I'm counting down. I think it's about a 189 days or something like that until the season officially begins um so again everyone i want to thank you for listening to shuck sports i'll be doing another yeah no thanks for being back on um great discussion uh as always and uh can't wait for um next next show yes and i because Corey and i know is 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 big passion uh, again congrats to uh for that title so i saw he earned Ozzy, and uh, he—he's not going to stop. He's like a Brady, you know, or even better. He'll—he'll—he'll he'll, he'll keep winning, and uh, will be on for a long time. So again, 